Hey there. It's Brett, your friend and editor, and um, I also play writer. Listen, I wanted to apologize for episode one and our audio being a bit on the rough side. Not what we intended there. We were trying to record with four mics. We found a better way. Hopefully this audio is quite a bit better. But in any case, I wanted to share kind of a recap. Um, so, you know, in case you missed something in episode one. Eldred, Kuro, and Ryder begin the day at the Busty Boar. And the quiet is interrupted by a messenger bird sent by Fizzle Bone Razor. The typical way their quirky agent sends notices to them. Uh, the bird relays information that the Lyra's uh, shepherding family on the edge of town has had sheep go missing from their flock. Before the information can be given, Kuro's instincts <laughs> take over and he pounces on the bird, which then promptly explodes uh, into a whole lot of glitter, uh, which engulfs the room. Eldred works some magic literally, uh, and cleans things up. There are a couple of folks in this letter that are said to possibly be uh, the culprits. One is the mayor's son, Chadwick Shunt, who is kind of like a known troublemaker and has been jailed for the crime because a half-elf hunter um, who lives on the edge of the woods, uh, old Tom Farvel, apprehends the youth while he was working at the Lyra's. The adventurers make their way to the Lyra homestead. Ryder kind of falls in love with Genevieve Lyra, the wife. Um, they also meet Colin Lyra, Genevieve's husband, and he looks pretty darn sick. Uh, his illness began around the same time as the sheeps went missing. Colin is not a fan of adventurers, and he kind of cautiously allows them to help work the case. While there is investigation happening at the farm, Kuro notices a figure across the river and makes chase. Eldred follows, and Ryder kind of says, I'm not going to go that route, and actually goes around the river to find out what's going on. It happens to be Old Tom. Old Tom tells them, that he thinks it is a tree scrumple that is making havoc on the Lyra farm uh, and explains in detail about the tree scrumple. If you want us to do a retelling of that tree scrumple, I'm pretty sure Matt will do it for you. Eventually, we, be, uh, we being the party, uh, come upon a cave deep in the forest. The mouth of the cave is littered with corpses of approximately 80 sheep and there is a deep growling from within. And as we fade to black, a large form of just pure darkness steps out. Could it be a man, a beast? We're not sure. There is a gray mottled coat. He sniffs the air and just roars, I can smell you. And that's where we ended. Uh, we're going to pick back up here in episode two. Hope you enjoy. Thank you for so much for sticking with us. And uh, let's get to it.
You're on mute, princesses. I'll start again. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you for that. Keep that in. Keep it in the edit. <laughs> You're on mute. <laughs> Is that the podcast name? <laughs> You're on mute? Yeah. I don't hate that. <laughs> Welcome. Thank you so much for joining us at our uh, Dungeons and Dragons live play podcast or Dungeons and Dragons play podcast. We're not really live in front of anybody, uh, except for the dog. With, uh, my name is Matthew Smith. I am the Dungeon Master for the evening. Um, with me, we have, to my right... Hey. Hi. I'm Britt. Oh, hi, Britt. Hey. Yeah. Britt, who are you playing? Um, I don't know. No, I'm playing Ryder. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be I'll be Ryder tonight. Thank excellent, you. Excellent, excellent, excellent. And then we also have... Hi, um, my name's Luke, and I'm playing Kuro Kurai. Awesome. And last but certainly not least, we have... No, no, decidedly least. I'm Dan, and I'll be playing Eldred. Excellent. Thank you so much. Well, that was kind of weak after... I know, I told you least. Yeah. No, I can find me up. That's really hard. (laughs) Sorry. When we last left our intrepid heroes, they had recently come across a large open cavern, and a massive wolf-like creature had emerged from deep within the cavern and said the fateful words, I can smell you. So we will be beginning combat. Uh, players, would you do me, uh, uh, do me a favor and place your characters on the map. And um, uh, Kuro, I believe, you're the first there. So right behind that boulder, that's farthest back. This mm-hmm. thing is a boulder? Yep. Mm-hmm. And, and all of the green things are trees. We're on that side there. Excellent. Now, roll for initiative. Oh, boy. Uh, well, um, Ryder got a six. Ryder is a six. Five. Kuro's a five. Uh-huh. Oh, boy. Eighteen. You're right. <laughs> Eldred is an eighteen. Eighteen. Eldred. And then Ryder had a six, correct? Yep. Mm-hmm. And Kuro had a five. So... What I need all three of you to do is roll stealth for me. I'm assuming you are all attempting to stay hidden. Yes? Yep. Great. So roll stealth real quick. Fan-freaking-tastic. 22. Great. Tonight's not going well. I got 12. Okay. I'll make you feel better here, buddy. One. Ah! (laughs) So, Eldred, you are up first. Mm. And as you come to the spot trying to step out and stay hidden, you hear a very large snap, and this creature's head snaps straight to you. It knows you're there. What would you like to do? Does Eldred know, like, are werewolves typically hostile, or...? I'll say this. You don't know that this is a werewolf. What do I see over there, oh great DM? <laughs> um, roll for me okay. either knowledge nature or knowledge arcana. Where do arcana? Mm-hmm. Uh, 15. This is a werewolf. (laughs) Fantastic. (laughs) Now that we've confirmed that. It is is some sort of werewolf that is in hybrid form. You do notice that it's it's fairly large to what you would expect a werewolf to be. Uh, Werewolves generally, when they're in wolf form, they are just large wolves. When they're in human form, they just look like normal people. And when they're in hybrid form, they look a little bigger than the normal people form. But this thing is hulking. Very muscular, muscular, very big. If Arnold Schwarzenegger was a werewolf, 
that kind of thing. It's it's very the fur is black, black as milk. Neat. Uh, rules question for the DM: Great. If I were to yell out to this creature and try and talk to it, yep. would that be my action, or is that something? That is a else? free action. You can speak as a free action. So can I speak and then hold an action to see what it does? You can. Okay. Um, so I'll, I'll say this for my campaigns: mm -hmm. uh, if you hold an action and then take that action, you either need to give me a, a, a something that is going to trigger your action. Or you will adjust your place in the initiative order when you take that action. So if you hold the action until the creature runs at you or the creature attacks you or does some sort of aggressive move, you maintain your position and just take your action in that turn. If you want to generally wait until you want to act, you'll then move in initiative order. So if you took your action after Kuro, you would then always be after Kuro for the rest of the fight. But if I waited for this thing to do something, that's just a trigger. My yep, action exactly. happens, and yep. then, but then my initiative order stays the same? Correct. Okay, cool. So I'm going to call out to the creature. Hello, greetings there, and who are you, my fine sir? I'm trying to get a start of conversation and see what it does, okay. but I'm also going to hold an action of... Uh, we'll do Firebolt. I'll just hold the spell, hold and the spell. trigger being... If it starts to run at me clearly, mm -hmm. hostile. Yep. Blam! So in response, yeah. it's staring you straight, straight in the eyes. You speak to it. Its ears are following you, but one of them is sort of ticking off to the side. And as it's making piercing eye contact with you, it just says, I will feast on your flesh. And goo starts like dripping down its face. Great. Uh, roll attack. Oh, boy. Uh, a touch. You have to roll. It's a uh, spell attack, correct? Yeah. What? You have to hit him. Oh, yeah. No, I'm aware of you guys. I don't know your spells off the top of my head. Uh, yeah. Oh, I'm sorry. Yes, it is a uh, just melee or uh, range, range spell. Great. Plus five, so 13. That will hit. Neat. Then it is 1d10 fire damage. Great. Six. Okay. So the firebolt screams through the center space, and you hear it, see it just pop against his shoulder, and it fires, erupts a little bit, and then disintegrates down, like small singed air mark on its upper shoulder. I will then... Oh, no, I held my action. Never mind. Yep. Sorry. You're all good. Uh, Ryder. Hmm. Well, okay. Um, I think what I'm going to do is try to stealthily... No, I feel really safe and hidden. <laughs> I don't want to do much right now. Mm -hmm. um, it clearly hasn't noticed you yet. Yeah, I think I'm going to wait. Ugh, not that I want to, but I want to see how he reacts to that. Um, no. I'm this, sure it'll be pleasant. Yeah. I am taking out my bow and arrow, mm -hmm. and I'm going to try and hit him. Okay. Yeah. Great. Just a standard bow and arrow. Yeah. No, it's, it's the bow and arrow of werewolf slain. You too, huh? Got a one. Okay. 
I got, I got a one. Quick, quick, yeah. off, real quick. Clarification. Nat yep. ones in this campaign are automatic failures, right? Always. Yep. Nat ones always fail. Natural 20s always succeed, regardless of what the DC is. So, so you're aiming at the monster, correct? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Do you want to hire a little? Stop looking at high. me. You want high? Yeah. It's high. So, you, as you step out, you draw your bow back, notch it uh, correctly, ready to go, and you move out from behind a tree and just release the arrow and something in your body isn't quite centered and you fall flat on your face. Bunk into a pile uh, of leaves and they just scatter everywhere and the werewolf's head snaps over and looks straight at you. Hi. Thanks, buddy. Hmm. Uh, let's see, how far away am I from it? You are, should be roughly 50 feet. Mm, 50 much feet. further than that. Oh, each square is five. So maybe you're, yeah, count it up for me. 60, about 70. 70 feet back. 70 feet. Oh, what thrilling podcasts we have. Behold, silence. Here's a essential conversation about Kuro gently moving forward. <laughs> Uh, I'm gonna try to. Oh my god! Can we have a golf commentary when people are moving? <laughs> I'm gonna try to move around and flank to the right past Eldred. Okay. Um, I move 40 feet. Mm-hmm. So, uh, do you want me to make another stealth roll to try to stay hidden? I ahead? would like you to make another stealth roll, please. Thank you. Not too bad. I won't. Stop it. <laughs> I got nine this time. It does not notice you. Sick. You believe? I believe. And then that doesn't really put me that much closer to it. So I'm going to hold my action with a trigger of, if it comes within striking distance, I would like to uh, attack it. Okay. Great. So it is the werewolf's turn. It has its shoulders slightly singed. It's an arrow tail past its head, nearly... Um, hitting it in the ear, and it sees Ryder falling next to the tree, and the blood senses in it just fill up and it starts barreling toward you. Oh, yes, the werewolf is going forward approximately. I just want to roll into the bush. No. To the right. Yeah. Oh. The DM has determined it will reach Ryder. So it runs all Ryder, just barreling fast as it can. Don't worry, it gets advantage. So um, if right. Ryder pees, will the monster slip on the pee? No? Okay. That's fine. <laughs> 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 no, the monster's not slip on your pee. Damn it! I had to ask. But Ryder has <laughs> Now I've peed all over myself. Great. <laughs> you now get disadvantage on health checks uh, involving smell. <laughs> Has your <laughs> no, <laughs> my one secret. <laughs> All right, Eldred will move out about twenty into the center of the area, thirty feet into the wide open, and yep. then shout at. Actually, I'll move back so mm-hmm. a little bit closer to Kuro, um, and shout out at the creature. Come attack me, you coward! I thought you wanted a challenge. And then cast Chaos Bolt at it. Great. Roll. For what now? Are you are you attempting to convince it to come attack you, or are you attempting to intimidate it? 
Uh, we'll say I'm trying to convince it to come attack. Okay, roll for uh, persuasion for me. We're doing good tonight, guys. <laughs> Rolled a natural two, mm -hmm. plus five, so plus uh, seven total. It doesn't seem to be paying attention to you at all. Sorry, it Ryder. fully focused on Ryder. Tried. This, this feels like a TPK night, too. <laughs> <laughs> Go ahead and roll your cancer. Uh, yeah, I, I am doing it at first level. Excellent. <laughs> it's weighted. I feel like I should not use this dice anymore. All right. Uh, da, 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 da. That was 12 total. 12 to hit? Correct. That does not hit. Bummer. Ryder, there is a werewolf in your face. <laughs> okay. Uh, <laughs> great. That's um, a great sound. <laughs> um, uh, okay. Um, uh, I think... Well, is if I try to, is he like on top of me so I can't actually try to get up? It's it's not physically on top of you. It's just right next to you. It in the world, uh, what's happening is as you're trying to get up, you can see it barreling. Very okay, close. can I kind of roll backwards and get up so I'm like also moving away from him yep. as I get up? Yep. Um, roll and acrobatics. Yeah. Seventeen. Great. As you roll. It, you sort of roll through. You can he, see a claw, like the the creature's running at you, and the claws like land where you were. Mm -hmm. as you roll up into a standing position. Okay, so that would be a move action. So yeah. you still have your attack action if you'd like to use it. <laughs> uh, well, I guess I'll try to hit it with my bow and arrow again. Okay. Why not? Twenty. <laughs> That's a natural 20. Natural 20, there it is! <gasps> Redemption! <laughs> That's what the sound of the bow makes. Mm -hmm. That's amazing. That's amazing. Explodes and arrows. It's really loud, but I thought it was really yeah, cool. Ryder's bow has M60 engraved in it. Did Rambo <laughs> teach you how to use that bow? What is going on over here? can't find... What is it? To roll for damage on a, an arrow? I believe it's 28 for a longbow. So you'll roll your damage dice for a Okay. So five plus yeah. your um, dexterity modifier. Eight. Okay. You're As okay. you pick the perfect target, you see its eye, mm -hmm. and you think, I'm going to absolutely destroy this creature right in the eye. And you shoot, and the arrow is perfect and beautiful, and it looks like it's going right in the eye. And it hits the eye and falls. Not great, guys. Not great. Just gonna be honest with you. So do we think it took damage there, or...? It does not look like the arrow did anything. I'm just gonna yell at you guys and be like, Not looking good, guys! Not looking good! <laughs> did it look like it took damage when my spell hit? Yes. It's still got huge fur and small patches of burn skin. Ay, 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 ay. Oh, good. Grow. That's the sound of the sound. 10, 20, 30, 45. Dang. Try. Um, can you move me closer to the boulder just on the other side of it? Great. No, not on the other side for me, but from the thing guy. And well, then... 
Yep, I'll make another self check from the last one. Are you trying to maintain stealth? Yes. Yeah, I'm trying to stay sneaky as much as possible. Yes, try to maintain stealth. I would have you roll another one. Okay. Woohoo, not great. Ten. Does not notice you. Heck yeah. Totally focused on Ryder. I'm going to grab one of my daggers and just throw it at it. Great. Roll it. me changing pages on the <laughs> specific app I'm using for my character. I rolled 16. Uh, 16 will hit. Woohoo! So I'll roll that, and uh, assuming it's caught unaware since my stealth mm-hmm. is successful, so yep. I get to roll sneak attack. You do. So that's four damage from the dagger, plus... About 50 of D6, so an additional two stealth attack. Mm. So, so altogether, as you hurl the dagger, it's another moment where you're like, right between the shoulder blades. This looks incredible. This is one of the best throws you've ever made. And it sails, and the tip looks like it's going to land right where you want it. It hits the creature's skin and stops and falls off the ground. Not good. And it sort of sniffs the air, slightly tilts its head over to where you are. The werewolf will move. Right over the crow. And it will take a big swipe with its claw and try to uh, fight my turn. Yes. Can I use a, a key point to mm-hmm. take the dodge action? I don't believe you can, unless you can take the dodge action in addition to. Well, it's a bonus action. Then yes. For key action. Yes, yeah. of course. Coolio. So, so that gives you advantage? Uh, it gives me a bonus on. You're easy? Um, yes. Okay. Get yourself a DM. <laughs> um, it gives him. Uh, uh, Make it work. It gives me plus twenty AC <laughs> on my turn. I think this also is a as a DM, have players yeah. you trust. <laughs> Lessons we're learning. Uh, uh, until the start of my next turn, any attack roll made against me has disadvantage. Great. If I can see the attacker, which you can. So we'll start with the bite. So. AC 16. Great. <laughs> that misses the other one. Is not <laughs> and then with the claw. And that misses as well. So it swipes a huge claw in your general direction. You just evade out of the way. And the teeth come in and just slam a knife in uh, air. Not good. Oh boy! Okay, um, I'm gonna start moving over towards where I saw this creature. Is this a tree? What? What is? That this? is a boulder. All right. It is a boulder. Um, so the uh, the large they're in the open space. There are three big boulders that look like they've moved outside of the cave, like they were originally holding up the cave and then pressed out or moved out into this open space. It's sort of been littered. Sheep guts and bones and things of animals that you are now noticing as you roll around and try to move through the space. And then that ring is, is stopped by a ring of trees. So we have to think of that with black blobs or boulders and green blobs or trees. Hmm. What about this one blob that has red on it? That is a little fire ring and it's got small amounts of cold still in it. I see. I see. I'm going to move to the other side of the boulder. Am I still able to see the. Werewolf creature. Are you from where you are currently, or from where yes. you're going? Uh, that that's this is where I was. Yep. So I moved over here. 
You would need to sit one more step out. Can I move? That, that uses up all my movement. So Yeah, you can use your move action and then your attack action. Right, I meant to get oh, there, this? I used all my movement up. I, yeah, you're, from there you can see them. Yep, okay. Just your character's kind of leaning out. Uh, I'm assuming my characters also noticed that these two's weapon didn't work? Yes. Does that mean, ring any bells to me? Give me another one. Okay. Well, I'm not going to use that die again. <laughs> That's we... a 20. Is it? Mm-hmm. <laughs> oh, I uh, so, Arcana, that's 24 total. So you remember from your training as a druid, from this time you spent out in the forest, you've heard about what are often considered unnatural creatures. Creatures that are either created by magic or come from another realm or are uh, infused with some sort of curse or disease that creates them. They don't naturally exist in the forest. They don't inherently live within the ecosystem. In fact, they have a tendency to destroy it. One of those creatures are the lycanthropes, werewolves being a specific type of lycanthrope. Almost all lycanthropes are effectively immune to standard attacks. Bludgeoning, thrusting, it's not piercing, piercing uh, and slashing damage. Magic damage and anything done by a silvered weapon would be uh, useful and deal silver weapons dealing additional damage, magic just dealing a standard amount of damage. Anyway, of like transforming them back, or is that just kind no. of up to the creature? It, itself? it depends on the type of lycanthropy. So, with your nat 20, you would know that most um, lycanthropes fall into three rough categories. You've got your cursed, are cursed to transform at the full moon or at some moon phase, usually the full moon. You've got your uh, standard, like, willing lycanthropes who have total control of their abilities to transform. And you've got your, uh, it's a disease where it is, um, it's transferred by bites specifically from another lycanthrope. And that is a permanent transformation in which the creature would not turn back into its original self. It is basically devolved into a slobbering berserker. Um, you have a suspicion that this is probably one of the first two, as it still has some intelligence in its eyes. It's still being able to pay attention, speak, and comprehend language, which is something uh, a fully diseased lycanthrope would not be able to do. It would be totally bestial. So I'll just call out to it. Who cursed you? Assuming I can't yell out on mm -hmm. a long tirade, but and then once <laughs> I'm I'll, I'll do that and see if it responds to me. But I'll also hold another. If I hold a spell, does that use up my reaction, or does that? How do you mean hold a spell? Like I'm gonna hold my ac action mm -hmm. of, we'll say. Uh, so yeah, Fire that is again. that is your sort of reaction to action in one little top. You can't do both. Don't die on the first strike, guys. I will still hold Firebolt. Okay. Um, to see if it continues attacking. Hmm. Mm -hmm. Yep. Your favorite spell. I'll hold Firebolt. Wow. 
mm -hmm. see if it continues attacking, but okay. I want to see if it responds to my call out of it too. Mm -hmm. Great. Uh, right. Hmm. I want to kind of go on this side, like in between these trees. Okay. Hide myself a little bit. So you can pass through that tree space. Oh, cool. The trunk is just in the center. You okay. Sort of veer around it. The this is a top-down view, but we're just seeing the, the coverage of the okay. foliage. Uh, so kind of duck around that tree again. But I'm not gonna take an action. Okay. Great. As of yet. Curl. How tall are the trees? The trees are ancient. So these are old, old trees. Most of these are pines with a few deciduous trees sort of sprinkled in. I would say most of them are in the vicinity of 10 to 15 feet tall, some taller. Um, the deciduous trees are probably the shortest of them. Some of the pines are reaching 20 to 25 feet tall in the fact that they've been there mm -hmm. for quite a while. Uh, I will take my action to disengage. Okay. Um, which prevents attacks of opportunity when I move. And I will um, actually activate... I will activate my feline agility, mm -hmm. uh, racial ability, yeah. or species ability now, and I will move uh, 80 feet okay. <laughs> away and up a tree. Great. All the way to the top. Which one do you want to go? Uh, the, the one the furthest in the corner. corner. Got it. You so, up the tree. Cat. Straight uh, up the tree. Roll the perception for me. Woohoo! Alphabetical order. Mm. 18. Okay. <laughs> All the skills are in alphabetical order, and I have to remind myself that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> so you notice off in the direction that Ryder is, there's some rustling in mm -hmm. the trees. And you can also hear sort of a weird, <laughs> some sort of language that it's clearly a communication that you're not aware of. Um, it's not something you. God, it's tough. Uh, just you speak? Me? Yeah. <laughs> I speak. Werewolf. Common and undercommon. Gotcha. So it is not something that you would recognize. Uh, it sounds like yipping, but it clearly is in different pitches and different uh, <clears throat> intonations that it, they're, there's something communicating and moving toward the cave here. Uh, I'll use uh, my free speech to go, Ryder, behind you! Great. And it's gross. <laughs> so, werewolf runs over to Ryder in the trees and takes a swing at Ryder. So first with the bite, trying to gnaw on Ryder's face. That is a 10. What's your AC? Uh, 13. Okay, so that misses, and then this swipe. That is a nine. <laughs> so it bites, it, it bites over the top of your head and completely misses. And the swipe goes wide just as you duck from the swing and miss. Right over your head. Just a Excellent. bit outside. So when that happens, two creatures appear. From the forest. Okay. Why is he pointing a gun right in my head? Space Marines? No! <laughs> no! <laughs> 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 
I didn't see that coming. Shout out to Games Workshop. Thanks for the models. Love your models. Please support the No, I'm kidding. No, but these creatures look like hyenas with back legs. And you notice both of them are carrying weapons that have very bright, shiny material on the on the edge of them. And these two creatures barrel into the werewolf. So bipedal hyenas. Yes, bipedal hyenas. And they attack. Speaking of. <laughs> That's right, we have well-timed things in this podcast. Sometimes. The first one hits. Sound of battle. <laughs> and the second one hits. Just to confirm, they're attacking the werewolf. Yeah, yes, right? they're attacking the Oh, sorry, I meant Ryder. No! <laughs> I have responses. We, we should definitely take pointers from these guys. Because they're hitting. Yeah. Take notes. Six wings. <laughs> but their weapons have some kind of patina to them. <laughs> Great. So these these uh these pictures each uh, one has uh has what looks like a bone sword that has some sort of shiny material on the edge of it, and the other has a, a spear that looks like it's made out of multiple sticks that have been tied together, but on the end is a glimmering metal of some sort. I'm assuming so, it didn't respond to me. No, it's not paying attention to you at all. But it is your turn. Yeah, I before we get to my turn, mm-hmm. take my turn and Last. Yes. Life. Roll to attack. Fifteen. To attack. Fifteen hits. Neat. Eight. Eight damage? Wait. And what type of damage is that? Uh, fire. Great. Fire. Fire! Okay. The, um, the bolt flies out of your hand and barrels in the back of the werewolf's head and fire sort of explodes off of its ears from the back of its head and you see the two creatures who have recently joined the fight sort of back up at the at, the, at this explosion of fire they they are very surprised at what has just occurred dope uh, back to other so that was your taken turn from your action. angle yeah perfect halo of fire fireworks sweet <laughs> rocking on dude <laughs> Is this a Gwar show? <laughs> what a reference. <laughs> I'll move over like so. Okay, now you're behind the fire pit where the opening for the cave. Yes. Roll. Roll a constitution save for me. What? what? Mm. That's good. That's that's what my sorcerer here likes to do. Right. Uh, constitution save, you said? Mm-hmm. Oh, actually, how is that so good? Instead of uh, 17? Okay, you're fine. You, as you move, you feel this wave of nausea just overcome you. You smell rancid sheep and guts and fecal matter and dead creatures and flies just sort of emanate from the interior of the and it makes you want to throw up, but you're able to stomach and harden your jaw before you continue with what you're planning. Oh, God, guys, it's pretty bad over here. 
<laughs> Ryder just screws you gagging, but has that reflex that when someone else is gagging, you're just, oh, God, why? <laughs> Trust me, in combat, it's yeah, yeah, yeah. worse over here. <laughs> oh, God. Oh, gods. Pull it together, you guys. You're in a Did tree. A tree just. just the the tree. So, for mechanic uh, reasons, there's an area for all those not seeing it in person, it is pretty much entirely around Eldred right now. <laughs> it is actually just Eldred. Eldred is the eminent. Shocker, Eldred is actually a troglodyte. <laughs> I cast Firebolt to the cat in the tree. Uh, what? You have to see me first. Yeah, you're not, you're not hidden. Before you start from fire, you all die. <laughs> Shortest good. campaign ever. I liked it. Not well done, not well done, but uh, you know, it was a thing. We did it. Try, try. Yeah. I'm not doing I'll this just... voice anymore. <laughs> <laughs> I'll attempt to do a chaos bolt. Great. Yeah. 16. That'll hit. The 8, 2 of them. Okay, so it's 9 damage. Oh, yeah, because I also have to do a d6. Mm hmm. Okay, so an extra six. And you choose one of the eights. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. You choose one of the uh, What kind of damage it is. It's either thunder or acid. I'll go with thunder. Thunder. Mm -hmm. So 15 thunder damage. Okay. How did you know that's exactly so what as, it is? Yeah, <laughs> this bolt that's the flies through the air, slams into the between its shoulder blades, and it emanates deafening noise. Uh, Ryder, roll a constitution save. Okay. 17. You're fine. And this one fails and gets turned around. Um, as it, the noise totally disorients it. It can't, doesn't know where it is. Ryder. Yeah, I'm going to disengage. Okay. Um, and uh, I think I'm going to kind of go back and get this away. Mm -hmm. uh, and just hide behind this tree. Okay. I can. Excellent. Then it is When did you become the pacifist? Look, I know when I can win and I know when I'm going to lose. Uh, do you want me to roll perception and or investigation to I'm see if there's <laughs> any like knife-like objects on these hyena men? Uh, what, what specifically are you looking for? A, a knife-like <laughs> object. So a knife. So you're looking for a knife? Like if you have knives on Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, yes. Or a short are. sword. Yeah. <laughs> yes, they're both carrying two short handled cutting implements on each hip. <laughs> cool. Um, that is all <laughs> I'll do on my turn. Okay. Uh, which that will refresh my feline agility for not moving during my turn. Uh, one other thing, the one was turned around. Uh, have a bow strapped over its back mm -hmm. and a quiver on its uh, side as well. Cool. Well, I guess I'm since technically I'm not that. moving, I'm just <laughs> going to use the dodge action again, just in case. Okay. Uh, the wolf. I can see this going a couple different ways. So the wolf is going to attack the uh, creature that has come in with a Shiny weapons, the one that is turned around. Okay, it misses on the bite, but on the swipe, it hits. 
slams the creature into the rock, and the creature falls down. Oh, I need a D4s. I need D4s for that. Creature takes three damage. Everybody else is part of the game where the DM just plays with themselves. And this mini moves over here and just kisses this one. It is the campaign of the This one stands up, invoking an attack of opportunity. My blue ranger's gonna go over here to see He-Man and they're gonna talk. And hits. And the werewolf dies. And then the two creatures attack it again. With their weapons. Oh, that's copyright. Both. You get two seconds. <laughs> Hit. And they do. Okay. Then we are back to Eldrin. How? This... Go ahead. No, carry on. This werewolf is starting to bleed and starting to heave heavily. And it's sort of like ragged breaths. It doesn't look like it's in good shape anymore. I want. Do I know, like, if werewolves die, do they revert back to, like, natural forms, or do I not know? You would know. From your natural 20, you would know that they they revert. The first two do. The. The one that's caused by a disease or plague would stay in your form. Um, the other two versions of lichen would devolve back to whatever the form was born in, which for the lichen that can consciously change could be either an animal form, some sort of humanoid form, or a hybrid form, depending on um, the genetic makeup of the... Traditionally, um, those lichen that can willingly change are genetically lycanthropes. So they're one of their parents was or had the gene. The um, and then those that are cursed always refer back to whatever form they were originally before they were cursed. So I'll just we'll try and move out uh, out of the stink a little bit. Mm-hmm. You immediately feel better. Oh. <laughs> it, it smells so much so bad over there. Um and then call out all right, everyone, calm down. Werewolf, transform back. New hyena peoples. Do I know who these people are? Uh, you can roll. Roll knowledge. <laughs> yeah, no, no more arcana. Or you can roll knowledge. If you want. They're not magical in nature. You said nature first. We'll go with that. Mm-hmm. Uh, 14. 14. These resemble a creature that you have heard about that usually packed. Traditionally, they're found farther south, uh, but these are called gnolls. Uh, G-N-O-L. Generally, not farther south, but there have been reports of small packs of gnolls traveling north for hunting, for a migrate throughout. It's not unheard of for them to exist in sort of wooded areas like this. Traditionally, they avoid being this close to a civilized area because Generally, they are perceived as nuisances. Um, they're persecuted, killed, chased down. Their you know habitats are destroyed, so they don't usually come this close. But something is forcing these particular gnolls into this space. 
Are they typically hostile then? Like, do, would would Eldred expect them to be hostile towards him or indifferent? And you can say whatever. You don't have to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, um, that's a good question. They are often depicted as villains of the stories. They have been known to attack unprovoked, quote-unquote unprovoked, because, you know, sometimes we, sometimes people provoke them through their own previous actions. Um, they are not perceived, they're, I'll say this, there has never been, to your knowledge, a positive relationship between doles and a civilization in this particular region of the world. As far as you know, any Dole interaction is always so he'll still shut out everyone calm down put down your weapons werewolf transform back and ready another firebolt great again the trigger being style actions mm-hmm. towards him or any yeah. of my party the werewolf sort of turns its head to you and looks you dead in the eyes and says you will die and you hear the hyenas yipping like <laughs> And sort of like poking and attacking. I mean, that's pretty hostile, and I kind of want to firebolt it, but I will. I will stand by my trigger of okay. it attacking someone. Great, right? I think I'm gonna stay along this tree line and just try to make it over to where okay. Catman is. Uh... Roll perception for me. Uh... Okay. <laughs> Why, ODM, who <laughs> went to go grab more minis? Don't worry. Oh, okay. Perception 2? Yes. I'm in a tree. 22. Okay. 19. All right. You both see what looks to be another gnome sneaking into the trees with a bow drawn on the werewolf. <laughs> I was really hoping you were going to say, Old Tom, ready for battle. <laughs> 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 That's just a really large badger. <laughs> we knew it! With a possum on its tail. Yeah. Possum for it. Okay, so. Was there anything I wanted to do, Mike? No. Okay. Pro. Um, since I didn't move last round, I'm going to use my feline agility again. Okay. That refreshed after not moving for a turn. Mm-hmm. Uh, that will double my speed to 80, so I can move 16 squares. Uh, would you allow... Well, does the archer knoll have similar knife-shaped objects on it? Yes. It is on two cutting one on each hip. Okay. It has its bow that is currently drawn quiver and also on its back is a large axe. Cool. Would you allow me to run past it and grab one of the knives off of it? I will allow you to attempt a sleight of hand. Sleight of hand with disadvantage <laughs> as you're running while you do it. All right. Let's see how that goes. Well, uh, my disadvantage is eight. Okay. So as you go grab it, you get you like get it in your hand and it as you sort of reach the knoll noticing you the arrow goes off it slaps your hand the, the dagger comes out and lands on the ground in front of you as you sort of running by so you 
go your full distance. Mm-hmm. And I'll be then right next to that one. Yeah. Put a put that like ten feet away from the middle of the bow. Yeah, so it just sort of launches out of the, out of the pocket. So it's not in your hand, but it's on the ground. Right. And then uh, let me know. Do you want? Um, I won't be adjacent to the werewolf. Nope, not not that. The okay. arrow has to go somewhere. Oh, neat. <laughs> um, give me a number one through six. Three. Three? Where would you like the arrow to go? Uh, I'll actually roll d8 for uh, directional. Well, the arrow, sorry, let me correct that. The arrow is going to hit one of these three targets. Oh. Either one of the gnolls or the werewolf. Which one would you like it to hit? Uh, the werewolf. Great. So that is a D8. <laughs> My... <laughs> Me! <laughs> no! It's fast. I didn't realize it was that fast. <laughs> so that arrow sails off into the werewolf and sticks right behind its ear. And sticks. You can see, now that you're close enough, the werewolf's sort of turning to attack this other gnoll, and its eyes get really wide, and it stumbles, falls, and crashes into the ground. There's a big woof. I did it, guys! <laughs> He's never going to let this down. He's never going to live. Fireballs, cool. Is dead. It starts to, like, you can see the body shrinking and shrinking and shrinking. But as this is happening, the gnolls turn on you. Jerks. Can I, like, they turn and actually start to attack Kuro? Yes. Can I firebolt one of them? Yes, you can. Neat. I'll do that. I told you to sit! Blast! I'll go for the damaged one. Yes, so that one is looking... Well, he might be just fine. Uh, 11. To hit? Wait. Okay, this is really dumb. Is the dot for... Dot is the bottom. Okay, 14. Excuse me. Gotcha. So, does not hit. The, mm. the bolts sail just outside of it. So then... Uh, they go. Roll one. Attacks. That's not good. What's your 16. Miss. Roll two. 16. I'm not wearing any armor. Because he's. Neither am I. Three fires in hell at you. I've got 13. That does hit. And so. You take five piercing damage. How much is that? Is an arrow sits itself in your shoulder. And you can feel in your arm a slight tingle. Is there a check for that? There's not. Sick. Just, Just tingling. I don't like it. <laughs> okay, then we are back to Eldred. Eldred is going to sigh and go, I said to sit, I said <laughs> let's calm down. We're clearly not doing any of that. So... It's like your real life. I know, right? Saying <laughs> annoying canine-shaped things. Eldred's going to grab... He's going to grab his arcane focus, which is a tooth. Mm-hmm. And he is going to unleash another Chaos Bolt uh, at the damaged one. But as he does it, he's also going to spend a Sorcery Point and 
Uh, where is it? Twin it, yes, that is what I'm doing. Uh, how many does that cost? I think I have to do at least one per level. That might be two. I'll look that up after I do this. So okay. I roll a, an attack strike for each of them, right? Yes. The yeah, when you twin it, you're essentially firing them two targets. You have to roll as the one attack for each. Perfect. Uh, I'll target the other another one. The other one is cool. first one against the damaged guy. 21. That hits. Uh, and then I'll just roll for the other one. Okay. Oh, they're not. Uh, 10. That does not hit. Okay, so for the damaged one, because that one did hit. Yep. It'll be 7 points of damage. Hold on, I'm figuring out what it is. Mm -hmm. We'll go with fire. Fire damage? Okay. So you fire this this bolt energy at the knoll who already seems to be somewhat wounded. And it slams it square in the chest. And the knoll sort of panics and tries to put it out, but the fire you put enough energy into this that the fire is literally starting to consume the creature. So much so that the creature is on fire and roll starts rolling trying to put the fire out eventually slowly stops moving and dies. Ryder. Graphic. I liked it. Um what do I have to do to read like engage in combat? Okay. Oh, sweet. Just, okay. Just pull your ball straight. No. <laughs> <laughs> uh, <laughs> I'm, I'm just gonna move so I'm more like in between the the boulder and the tree. Yep. Uh, and I'm so you can see the one who's currently attacking Kuro. You yep. cannot see the one with the bow. Okay. Um, I'm gonna try to hit this again. Great. Excellent. Eighteen. Nineteen will hit. That's a D8, right? That is um... correct. D8 plus your uh, dexterity modifier. Mm -hmm. 11. 11 damage? Max damage. Max damage. So, uh, an arrow, as, as this bull is, like, raising its uh, sword up to the to cut a curl, the arrow just sort of seats itself into its armpit. And you see this momentary, like, it notices you can't, like, quite operate its arm as it originally intended, and it's having a little bit of trouble breathing now. <laughs> Arrows in the armpit tend to do that. Howie! It's not good! I thought they were friendly! <laughs> they aren't, Coral! It, like, it's it now like, like it was looking at Ryder <laughs> and you can see it's trying to form common words and it sounds something akin to You catch that? No idea. <laughs> no, I didn't think so. Me either, buddy. I pill I killed the big guy though. Sure, you sure yeah. you sure did, bud. Uh -huh. Great job. Uh, I'll take a swing with my short sword. Great. At the the guy, the dude mm -hmm. in front of me. Mm -hmm. uh, Fourteen to hit. That does not hit. Poopy. It pings off its bracer. It sort of raises arms. That's a real good bracer. Yeah. <laughs> Can I get it, those bracers? Are the bracers it, of defense? It looks like it's um some sort of uh, metal, like the similar 
shininess of the edges mm-hmm. of the weapons. It looks like that's embedded into the, the braces themselves. Sick. Uh, as my bonus action, mm-hmm. I'd like to take a swipe with my claw. Great. Since I'm a kitty, I get claws. Uh, roll 23 to hit. That hits. <laughs> and Just I will do seven, seven points of seven slashing damage. damage. Alright. You rake across this creature's face. You hear, ah! Ah! It doesn't like it. Good. Ah, ah. Sucker. Alright. And he will return the favor by swinging his sword at you. He will not hit. And then the archer will shoot another arrow at you. Who's you? Uh, sorry, Crow. And also miss. <laughs> Yay! Wow, these, uh, these guys want real cold real fast. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, an arrow flies past your head, and a sword puts through the space where you just were as you dodge out of the way using your nimble cat like reflexes. And Eldrin. Yeah. Your turn. Oh, neat. So this uh, this is certainly not going the way I intended, but I will move just over a little bit, mm-hmm. and I will fire blast. Fire blast. Ooh. <laughs> or excuse me, bolt, because I bolt. don't have a spell yet called fire blast. Psst, but your spells, call them whatever you want. Yeah, fire. Fire hacky sack. <laughs> Eldrin begins. That's his uh, little invocation of yeah, it. Yeah. <laughs> Catch! Does want to hack some black, you? Oh, blast! You wanna, and you want to flame some bolt, yo? I will. Let's go hang out in the mom's basement. I got some natty light. <laughs> oh man, really sweet! Oh, I'm gonna twin that spell as well. Great. Yeah. First one, natural twenty. All right. Uh, and then the other one targeting the other knoll. The one with the bone? Yep. yep. Uh, 23. That'll hit. We'll hit. Alright. Backing up uh, a turn here. Mm-hmm. Uh, not for me, uh, just a reference for our listeners. Um, twin spell costs one point per spell level that you're mm-hmm. casting, and it's a minimum of one. So if you cast a cantrip, it's also one sorcery <laughs> point. I marked it off, so I marked off two sorcery points. No, I don't man. know if you actually said it. No, that's good. Okay. How are you oh, doing? Mm-hmm. How are you doing your net twenties again? Is uh, it roll, di- roll damage twice? Okay. So five. So ten damage to the first one over there mm-hmm. that was attacking Kuro, and then just a single fire of eight towards okay. the other one. Eight damage to him. So you fire both spells, and you feel this surge of energy pulse. Through your body as you fire the one at the one attacking Kuro. It's, you don't know if it's because they're attacking Kuro or because you just have built up some anger or some other aspect of this combat has driven you to this, but there's extra, there's some extra oomph in that first one that fires at the one with the sword, and it, it hits this thing clean in the face, and when you, you the light is so blinding that you can't see it for just a second, you look back there's just a skull where there was a face before, <laughs> and it sort of lulls down, and the whole thing just slams under the ground and falls. What do you want to do? Because you did it. Yeah, yeah, I do. They call that boom! Headshot! <laughs> Take notes, Kuro! Uh, Ryder. Yeah. 
Oh, I don't know. I feel like they were trying to tell us something. Now I feel bad. <laughs> they sure were. And then it turned into death. Um, Ryder's going to be stupid. And um, Ryder's going to come up in front of this dude's body, mm-hmm. um, put his bow and arrow down, and just kind of put his hands up. And be like, hang on, hang on, hang on. Mm-hmm. To this one. Great. Roll. Perception. Oh, oh sorry. Uh, persuasion. Persuasion, yeah. I'm way better at the other one. And what language do you speak? That's a 21. Okay. Um, I speak common, dwarfish, elfish, and primordial. One of these things is not <laughs> like the other. It, it doesn't quite understand you, and it pauses for a minute. And it cries to the one before. It's that, like, it tries to mouth common words. Mm-hmm. It, like, it's not something that their tongue or lips were ever designed to to make this mm-hmm. sound, and it's very uncommon for an elf to ever be able to speak a common tongue, yeah. uh, whether it be Dwarvish, Elvish, um, the language of the Keepers, anything like that. But you can kind of make out the words, keep secret. And so it, it sort of says that to you, yeah. and then it sort of has an internal monologue, some sort of discussion with itself about mm. what it's supposed to be doing there. Yeah. Um, is that the end of your turn? Uh, I think I'm just going to try to be like, keep secret? Like, with a question like, what? Mm-hmm. Um, your secret? And you just hear, puppy! Yeah. Grow. Ah, your least favorite enemy. Third ones. The ranger refuses to... Wait, I have animal handling. Yeah. It is a hyena. Uh, letting the dice decide something for me. Okay. Howard. <laughs> That's how I roll. Uh, <laughs> uh going to move up mm-hmm. next to Ryder mm-hmm. and take the same kind of, like, wide hands up by the size of his head, mm-hmm. uh, like a claw scratchy pose, mm-hmm. and just be like, Bar! Roll <laughs> intimidation? <laughs> Like, I'm not trying to be, like, super aggressive, but make it known. Big and scary? I'm yeah. big scary, don't mess with us, we're surrendering, mm-hmm. don't attack anymore, kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Like, I'm ready to go if you want to go, mm-hmm. kind of thing. Okay. So any cat laying on their back, like, go ahead, pet my belly, yeah. see what happens. Yeah, pet my tummy. Okay. Uh, 16. Okay. Um, it, so 16 on the Yes. So it sort of sees you, sees that you're, like, big and like sharp claws and can also see its friend that now doesn't have a face and its other friend that is very very dead and it yeah uh dm sir Mm -hmm. i'm actually a small creature ah (laughs) so you're making yourself look medium yes yes (laughs) (laughs) tippy toes so it is uh, it is its that. turn. Are you really? Something like that. And <laughs> it chooses to disengage and run away. Can so, I can I run and grab the dagger that fell? Yes, you can. <laughs> uh, Eldred is your turn. Um, you can sort of act out of action because it's intentionally leaving combat. Does anybody want to chase after it or try to kill it as it runs away? Want to or do? Those Both? are two different things. <laughs> <laughs> Crow definitely wants to give chase, but won't. Okay. No, I'm gonna <laughs> let it go. Okay. 
Yeah. Eldred will just send one fire blast <laughs> at the tree. Aiming at it, but not actually at the... So, like, aiming at the tree that's closest to it as it runs away. Yeah. Great. Roll on a second. Neat. Net one. Okay. You uh, rolled in. Oh, all right. Um, Ten. Max damage. Damage. As you're aiming at this this tree, like I'm going to nail the tree just to scare it so it keeps running, and you shoot, and you're just a hair off. But that hair is enough for that bolt to just veer ever so slightly square into the back of this creature, and you see the bolt pass all the way through it. I'm and sorry. Like, it has a hole in its chest and sort of like explodes out and you just hear and it falls and collapses onto the ground. You guys ever have one of those days? Uh, Ryder's just that was a really look great at, shot! Eldred's yep, gonna look yep. at, or Ryder's gonna look at Eldred and just be like, did you mean to do that? I have high deception. Yes, okay, yes, fair, I fair. did. Yeah, he totally did. They were messing with Koro. Um, I got to the range. Ryder wants to go check on what was the werewolf. Mm. Oh, you see, uh, this body is this huge hulking creature of a werewolf, absolutely enormous, sharp fangs, eyes, has now shrunken to the size of a human, mm. and it's a human you it is Colin Lila. You can see under his armpit was a massive uh, bite mark, but it doesn't look like it was a puncture or a scar. It looks like it's a tattoo, something that has like been etched onto his skin. But it looks like, from your experience as uh, as a ranger, it looks like a wolf mouth, but larger than a wolf's mouth. But from a medical standpoint, it doesn't look like there's any puncturing. Mm. It's just... If there was a bite there, it would look just like this. However, this looks like a tattoo. Yeah. The um, also Colin is very dead. Okay, I was just about to ask. <laughs> there's yeah. nothing. Yeah. There's nothing left. the The eyes are wide open. The like there, it's deader than dead. Eldred will walk up to the other two and tell them. So oh. look. Also, buck ass. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Oh, incredible Hulk pants that just magically nope. reform. Nope. <laughs> Neat. That's what elastic's for. Not in this universe, apparently. <laughs> no spandex in my universe. <laughs> uh, yes. I'll just walk up to the other two and say, Oh, that was certainly something. But uh, we're dealing with werewolves here. Go check for their weapons. I'd be willing to bet they're silver-tipped over here. It's the only thing that harms these creatures. I knew that, right? <laughs> well, that would have been nice to know. You should have told us earlier. You should have asked, you know. uh, While That's they're fair. bickering yeah. um, and we're <laughs> looting these bodies, uh-huh. um, I, I want to take some type of piece of clothing, if they have any, and yep. drape it over the dead body. Yes, they are wearing scraps of leather, yeah. like loincloth. Sure <laughs> I'll just put the one cloth on. Yeah. yeah, no, no, just whatever. Over Colin's face. We're <laughs> 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 just going to cover that right up. Decency, the eyes, the eyes yeah. really freak me out. Oh, that's what Yeah, it really gets to me, I don't know. Mm-hmm. Oh. So, uh, I'm going to tell Miss Genevieve. So you're looking, you're putting the armor on to Colin, or the clothing on to Colin. So yeah. Yeah, yeah. Creature. Yeah. Great. Um, Colin is now 
semi-clothed, <laughs> old leather and dirty rags. That's fine. Great. Yeah. What else would you do? Discuss. What are we going to do and how are we going to tell folks this? Well, I'm going to check these out. I'm going to take whatever silvered weapons I can mm -hmm. off of the bodies. Especially things that look like short swords or daggers. Great. So you have, you find as you sort of look around at the bodies. Well, uh, one thing to know is that, again, now that you know they're gnolls, gnolls have a terrible reputation that people always accuse them of stealing, murdering, taking children, taking livestock. It is likely that at some point, wolves would have been blamed for the sheep thievery that you've experienced. Um, it's also well known that wolves are very tight family packed, that they don't operate in, like, outside of their packs. So you have a suspicion that there is a pack nearby, at, at least somewhat nearby the, the area that you're in. As you rummage through their stuff, you see some, some rations, what would look like a canteen or a drinking skin, and each knoll has two bone daggers that have had some sort of sparkling metal ingrained into the blades. This is, you can't tell what metal it is, but clearly it's likely silver, mm -hmm. or some sort of silver derivative that is allowing these weapons to act as silvered weapons. So each of, are you checking the one with a hole in his chest too? Not the one that's way far away, yeah. just the two that are nearby. Right, the one without the face and the one who's just normal dead. <laughs> <laughs> no, the one that's burnt to a crisp and the one with no head. Yeah, no right. The one, who's the one who's burnt alive, who's third degree burns all over his body. Great. You guys trying to say something about me and I don't know if I appreciate it. So you find two bone daggers, one on two on each. You one who was burnt to a crisp had a spear that has that metal in its tip, and the one with the face has a long sword with a, um, it's like a bone, like a like a like long a, shank of a very large creature that's been carved and shaped into the. I was gonna say like a like a shark tooth sword kind of thing. Not or is no, it like, like a the bone single itself, bone. Yeah, it's one single bone. It's like clearly like a large leg bone from something very big. I'm not sure what it. But it's been shaped and sharpened, and the metal has been ingrained in the bone itself. Oh, and on the one who had the spear, there's also an old bow, it's a, and then a quiver of arrows, and all of the, a quiver of 20 arrows, and all 20 of them have um, that metal in the bone. I'm going to well. take that. Mm -hmm. So you now have a quiver of 20 quote unquote bone silvered arrows. Uh, I'm going to take one of the bone daggers that have the silver tip on it. Great. And then tie a cloth of some sort around my face. Mm -hmm. Like this prestidigitation, does that get rid of smells? You can create it. Yeah, I don't think you can get rid of smells with it. I'm going to tie a cloth around there and okay. then spam creating a nice cinnamon roll scent. Mm -hmm. Ooh, wait. Fresh pine. We'll go with fresh pine. Fresh pine on the inside of your... Okay, great. Yeah, and then start investigating kind of over in that cloud of... Yep. So as you walk in, you hear fresh pine mass being created. You can get through this horrid stitch. It. What you see is sheep bodies. All of those. Just carcasses in different levels of rot. Some very recent, that 
so they have large bites out of them. Some are bare bones and have been there for months. Some are in between throughout. And at the very back, you see a large pile of sheepskins that has been made into what you would think would be a bed, right? It looks bed-shaped. The cave itself is not very deep. It's probably only 20 feet in um, and fairly shallow like caves. It doesn't look like it goes back really deep. But at the far, there's a bed uh, next to what might have been a fire at some point. And you see a small leather-bound book next to that. Dear Diary, I would like to become a wolf. <laughs> Dear Hera, <laughs> I've been a very good boy this year. Please grant me the powers of a wolf. Love, Colin. <laughs> Is that on the top? No, that's not. Mm. <laughs> I will give it a once over and just look if there's any yeah. obvious traps or anything like that going through the area. Uh, roll. Okay. Uh, roll investigation. That's much friendlier to me. That looks, looks fine. Uh, investigation. Eight. You don't see it. It doesn't look like there's any. Yeah, no, he's aware of it. He wouldn't have any. Traps in here, so I'll go and mm-hmm. pick up the book. Great. So you pick Stop. up the book. It is just a leather-bound book with sort of old paper in it, and it's got there. Clearly, was a pen somewhere around here with ink at the beginning. Because as you sort of leaf through it, the first couple pages are in ink, and as you go, they stop being in ink and start being in, in a red, dark iron color. Oh. But you have a pretty confident idea is blood. And the, the thing is written in blood. The other thing you notice about this book, without like, really digging in and reading it, is that the first few pages are very legible, very easy to read. They look like they were written, they're intentionally taken down, they, somebody is like spending time writing these, writing these pages. As you get farther into the journal, which is only about half full, the later pages are utter nonsense. The, it's almost impossible to make out what, what is being written here. They are all over the place. The, the handwriting is crawled and scratchy and angular and difficult to read. It looks like the same language that the whole thing started in, but it's very, very difficult to understand what is being said in the book. Do I understand it? Like, is this in a language I understand? Yeah, it's all in Does it have, like, here's the last will and testament of Colin, whatever it is? No, it seems more like... Uh, yeah, no, call no, no. the same. But um, it seems more like a journal. It seems more about like someone is talking and writing out the experience that they're going through. And I just take it from what you're telling me is I would need to read it all night. Yeah, you would need to spend like a good amount of time, okay. like a, several hours, sort of leafing through it okay. and reading. Well, it. So that's fine. Just so I know where. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Anything else of note in the this side cavern? No, but the pine smell is starting to wear off. And mm-hmm. It's real red in here, real. It's just like, oh god. Oh. Okay, Eldred will walk out of there as quick as he can, and then go back to the other, the other two here, and describe to them pretty much exactly what we just saw. Yep. And show them the book and go like, oh, we need to investigate this and figure out what's going on here, but we also need to figure out where there's one. I would know that someone else did this to Colin, like he didn't just become... You have a situation that is one of two things. Either 
genetic werewolf and was born this way, or a cursed werewolf, and someone either cast a spell or did some ritual to turn him into a lycanthrope. I'll explain both of those and say I'm leaning towards the second because it seems awful coincidental that he would have a bite mark tattoo under his armpit if he wasn't, in fact, cursed. So he's not related to Lady Gaga. I was about to ask. Who is this lady? What's with her Gaga? That's not canon. <laughs> That's not an appropriate question. I think born to... Okay, and you. Uh... How's the town going to react? Like, if we walk back in with a body, is that something that we normally do? Or I don't is... think we should. You I can't carry him anyway. It is well, not an experience you've had while working in the town. You've only been here a month. Okay. The other side of it is Colin and Genevieve weren't exactly well liked. Not that they were actively disliked, it's just they were outsiders to the community because they only moved there a year ago. So, you don't exactly know how the town is going to react about mm-hmm. the adventuring party that's only been there a month, mm-hmm. bringing back the body of a man who's only been there a year, who's the one who hired them to find his missing sheep. I'm going to go out on a ledge here. Um, yeah. What if we just take his body to Tom? Tom can pose him, and we could just do like a... I don't think that's a good idea. We can have no, Bernie's scenario. It's like Goro is the one no. saying oh. this isn't a good idea. It's okay, idea. yeah, no, okay. Um, I think we need to go talk to Lady Iron Eye. I think that's this. a much better... Do you need to talk to, like, why do you want to stuff this poor man? I just think it'd be really interesting. Um, I, You know, but Miss Genevieve, she really does need closure, and she should not right at now. least know... No, I what think happened? let's move the body. Into... She's another suspect. Yeah? Why do you, do you, want why do you more say stones? that, Kuro? How does she not realize her own husband disappears and then the sheep also disappear? She was busy baking. Yeah, do you know how many And making skulls? sweet tea. You realize their cottage is like one room, you guys. It's hard to miss someone not being there. What, what, wait, was it? Only one room? Oh! Aside, aside from, so there is, you remember, you recall, as Kuro brings this up, you remember walking into the hut, it's just one big circular space. Okay. There's the living space, yeah. there's the kitchen, there's bathrooms that have a little more to it, there's also the um, sleeping space, which is just separated by her. Well, we sent her back with the sheriff, or mm-hmm. where is Genevieve go here? Go yeah, you know. the sheriff. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I, I left her with uh, the sheriff. Um, to explain what was going on. Well, we... why don't we do this just to cover our own selves while we figure out what's going here. Mm. Let's move Colin's body and place it on the bed that I found in there. Mm-hmm. And we'll move these null bodies just kind of around the entrance or just throw them in there. Mm-hmm. That way, if anyone else stumbles upon it, it's... Mm. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah, okay. You, you, uh... Your, <laughs> your idea, you're going back in the cave. Yeah. 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 Mm-hmm. The guy with negative. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, are we? Are you just having Eldred move all the bodies, or actively? No, I'll, I'll help. Yeah. yeah, that's good because otherwise, this smell, which I've now got permanently ingrained in my mind, mm-hmm. would follow you until we're at least in town. Yeah, that's fair. So it takes you about. It takes you longer than you expect, 
move. Uh, first of all, the bolts are very heavy. They're wearing armor. They have weapons. They are musculature and large. They're, they're medium-sized creatures, but they're still muscly. Yes? I, I'm stripping them of all the silver-looking things that they have. Mm -hmm. So if it's armor or whatever, they're not wearing that when removing them. Great. Uh, so you find most of their, in terms of armor, what they're wearing is like scraps of leather. And they've got like bracers that have the, the, that metal in it. It's, they're not made of metal, mm -hmm. but they look like they've been painted it, been painted this, with this material or, or something sort of ingrained it into the material. Mm -hmm. You think that is likely more superstition than it is actual assistance and defense. They're just like bracers that look sparkly. The so you sort of, mm -hmm. do you make like a pile of their stuff? Yeah. Great. So there's a big pile of their stuff in the middle <laughs> of the opening. There are three dead null bodies. One with a hole in his one burnt to a crisp, and one without a face. Hey, we should light a fire just in case. Yeah. Oh, God. Sorry. So we're going to leave. Okay. Mm -hmm. and, yep. and then just... you place Colin's body in the sheets in bed. One thing you do notice when you move Colin in bed is while he's clearly very dead, there are no wounds to speak of. There's no injury on his body. It doesn't look like there's any bruising. There's no cuts or scrapes or anything like that. He, okay. he looks as though he may have passed in his sleep if you had not seen what had occurred. This mm. does not bode well for us. Oh boy. Or we just found him dead asleep. And then what? There's no werewolf. We don't want to tell anyone about that yet. But what if he's not dead? I the gnomes were also pulse. telling us to keep he's very secret. Dead. He's very dead. Yeah, he doesn't know. have a pulse and everything. There's no, there's no sign of life. In the I don't can, can you, work. can you like show you how to check a pulse? Yeah, I grab Curl's paw, <laughs> pull him over there, and make him learn. <laughs> uh, you see this? Death is a part of everyone's life, Curl. They As your paw you. touches his skin, oh God. your claw just sort of unintentionally flicks out a little bit from the pressure, and it pierces the skin and pulls back, and there's a little trickle of blood, and then it slowly closes up. Aldred? Aldred? Did, did you see that? Aldred? How is there a trickle of blood did... if his heart isn't pumping? I, I don't know. Um, yeah, this is not a part of the normal life and death cycles here. Um... He's heavy. It's also can we get him? Like, can we bring him with us? Like, this is not. I, I don't want to just leave him here if he's just gonna the, come alive again. I would. Like zombie to... werewolves are bad. <laughs> I mean, zombies are bad. Werewolves are bad. Zombie werewolves are even worse. They're like hey, twice as bad as those things. Girl, I would listen... how do you know? I don't know, but I can imagine. Okay, Ryder. Hey, okay, buddy, calm down. Do you need a scone? <laughs> Speaking of, I'll reach into like my, <laughs> oh, my okay. and I'll pull one out and take a big bite out of it. And I'm sure I'll pull. And I'll, I'll take another one out and I'll place it gently on Colin's chest. Um, do I? No, go ahead. Okay. Now, do I recognize like clearly what just happened isn't normal? Does that? Yeah, it's not normal, but you can't say that it's not abnormal either. You've never killed the <laughs> world we live in, and so you don't know like. The the idea of the uh, right is there's no heartbeat, there's the blood coming. But also, the blood was pumping for a significant amount of time, and there's clearly some sort of magic involved in it. Mm -hmm. This creature does not have a pulse, 
It's not breathing. There's no, there's no, no normal person would ever assume that this creature is alive or could be alive. Okay, so Eldred would safely assume that no, even though that's really weird that transformed him back, mm -hmm. this thing is still dead and it will most that transformation is normal for werewolves and they almost always transform back into um, their original films, which seems to be a human form. So that's not out of the, the ordinary. I'm more worried about the blood and the cut healing back that up. That seems weird, but no, you couldn't you couldn't say with confidence that that's out of normal weird, not just weird. Werewolf weird. <laughs> yeah. Mm. Well, uh, yeah, that's weird, but I don't know what we can do about it right now. Can we? Take One this? other thing he would know is that even in where in human form, werewolves are still incredibly limited to specific types of damage. And so, you think maybe this cut is a reflexive action of the magic that turned this creature into a lycanthrope, but you can't be certain. But I can't be certain. I just finished explaining to everyone. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, uh, so no. I mean, none of us really go to the gym. So how how heavy do you think he is? Can we get him back to town? I don't think that's a good idea, Kuro. We could bring the sheriff out here. Well, if you're so certain he's dead, well, that's a bad idea. Can you carry him, Kuro? That's what I'm saying. Yeah. So uh, we leave him. I'm going to. Um, <laughs> kind of toss him off the bed, mm -hmm. take the sheepskin that's on top of the bed, lay it on the ground, put his body on top of that, and be like, we can pull him this way. Brother, huh. you're so smart. Uh, thanks. Why do I feel like that's not sincere? Uh, everybody roll constitution checks for now. Can I get advantage because I have pine saw all around me? <laughs> yes, <I> can. <laughs> 15, <laughs> baby! 16. Okay. Wait, were you serious? Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Uh, 14. Okay. You, Wait, are 14. All, you are all fine. Eldred starts to like drag you a little bit. Mm. Mm. Oh, I'm done. You guys argue about it. I'm out. <laughs> I'm walking outside. I've okay. had enough of this. I'm going to try and pull him out. Great. I will help. Uh, roll strength for me with it. We find any, besides the weapons, any other loot on these bodies? No. Okay. You want some like rations, like beef, like dried meat, and some and water skins. Advantage. Yeah, I mean, I I rolled a five. So. Did you roll with advantage? No. How do I roll with advantage? Roll twice. 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 Oh, that's right. You well, it. that's thirteen. There you go. You very pretty easily drag. Okay. Um, yeah. You do see like you sort of placed it nicely, or both his arms, arms sort of like flops and drags. Above his head, and like, <laughs> and, like so, Kuro, can you just make sure his arms stay in? <laughs> so, I just, just so I know how we're going to handle this, we as outsiders are going to walk in with another outsider that's no. now freshly dead. How no. are we explaining that to everyone here? No. Okay, yeah, you're saying no, but use more words. How was that oh, wrong? Okay. Yeah, yeah. So, we bring him up to town. We don't bring him in town. That's way too. Uh, conspicuous con conscription. You got cons it. Almost. You almost there. Almost there. Keep what? going. Uh, Stupid. No. Suspicious. Suspicious. No, I know suspicious. 
No, old Tom. He's super suspicious. Okay. No, he's conspicuous. Just old. Just an old man. Oh, That's the word. Just an yeah. Old man. yeah. Okay. So yeah, bringing a dead body into town is just going to be really conspicuous. Okay. Mm -hmm. So we mm -hmm. should stop. Yeah. And keep him not in town, but keep him close enough where he's not all the way out here, and one of us can watch him. Being that he's a zombie werewolf troll I'm thing. I'm going there, Kuro. I don't want us, just one of us, to watch him. Because if he comes back, how are we going to let the others know? Eldred can sit on him. That would do what, Kuro? Oh, you're a lot heavier than both of us. I'm just going to keep walking. Yeah. You're <laughs> saying having us have to on the trail? Yeah. yeah wait, 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 wait. Ryder! <laughs> stop! Yeah, no, no, no. I'll, I'll try to get Ryder to stop by the pile of junk uh -huh. piled up. I'll be like, hold on, hold on. This could be really useful. Pile the body. You're just going to make me drag it. I'll help. You're the one that came up with this plan, too. Yeah, I, I wanted right. to leave everything here in a way that so, we so this is like piling so. stuff up on top of it. <laughs> no, any, anything that's like silvered or has like uh, silver on yeah. it, I'll... I'll throw it up on there. This could be really useful. Well, also, if he comes back alive, he's a werewolf, so the silver should keep him yeah. alive. Yeah, good job, bud. See? So you find, you find a silver loincloth, <laughs> a silver pulse, a silver chest piece, and two silver bracers, plus uh, a silver thing that was between the gnoll's toes. Like, you know those... The toe rings? Like the, no, you know like those toe screws that said, yeah. people use when they paint their toenails? Oh, it's like one of those. Mm. But on the gnoll, on gnoll feet. So it's only got three little things, because gnolls have four, four toes. Okay. So could you give me a succinct item, just like, name for that? Uh, toe spreader? <laughs> <laughs> the toe spreader. <laughs> that's what uh, the rest of the pack called that one, gnoll. Yeah, the toe yeah. spreader? Yeah. All right, so as you sort of gather those things yeah, together, yeah. put them on the way, and you're walking back to the cart, um, you can see, you've taken so long to organizing these bodies and everything, the sun is starting to rise over the horizon. And just as the sun creeps over the horizon, come to old Tom's hut. And that's where we will end our session for today. Thank you so much for joining us. We really appreciate it. Join us next time on the Awesome Podcast. Thanks, bye. Okay, bye. Don't mind us. We're just hauling dead bodies out of the woods. Nothing suspicious or conspicuous here Don't going be on. Suspicious. Don't be suspicious.